0: Uh, welcome to yet another episode on the BM Live TV podcast channel. My name is Thomas Dresige, your show host. And today I have the pleasure of hosting Mr. Timothy Kaja, uh, who is also the CEO of uh, Sports Law UG. I hope I got that right. Um, yeah, Law in Sport UG. So he's the founder and CEO of Law in Sport UG and uh, it's my pleasure to be hosting him here today so we're going to be talking all things law and sport um and also just to get to know him uh a little more and uh hear his story uh welcome timothy to our podcast channel
1: timothy Thank you, Thomas. I do the best of my abilities. I um, want we all learn from this experience. That
0: that 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 would be great. Um, I hope we'll be able to overcome our network challenges. Um, yeah. However, Timothy, uh, it's good to have you here. Uh, perhaps you could uh, just introduce yourself. Uh, I don't know if I did justice to the introduction. Uh, you could tell us a little bit more about Timothy. Uh, what Law in Sport UG does? And um, how you started it and all that.
1: All right. Uh, my name is Timothy Kajja. I'm a, a Ugandan lawyer, but yeah. basically enlarging out, out of those territories and uh, going much deeper. I completed uh, my bachelor's degree at Uganda Fiscal University and just uh, graduated from the Law Development Center and uh, I'm currently concluding my master's degree at the University of Salaam. Okay. I founded uh, Law in Sport in 2000, 2019 just after, just after uh, conc- uh, the idea the ideation began while I was still at university but I waited to execute it just after my with other like-minded lawyers mm. uh, sport and law it's not something is uh, as young people many of the fields that are there, You often hear the term that there is nothing new under the sun. People have have kind of uh, taken over the the uh, the normal fields that you listen to. For example, you talk about law, you you know, fields of human rights. There is oil and gas. That one is kind of new, but it's also kind of now taken up. There are things of criminal law, family law, land transactions. These are things that. the ordinary man uh, gets in touch with. So yes. we, we we sought out uh, a field that was fairly virgin in, in, in uh, the African industry. Yes. And uh, what was of common interest to us and seemed fairly virgin was sport. Uh, sport, uh, even generally world over, sport only got... Spot and the law, the commission of sport and law on the uh, On water, of the previous, you can say this could be the first generation of it. Yes, the 20, uh, uh, this, this century at the start of it is when even a field where we we are going to venture out and don't don't expect many of the people to agree us at first, but the opportunity. And, you know, as young people, we always look for that word, opportunity. Some of us might easily put it as capital, but the term is opportunity. So, in choosing sport, I can yes. say we kind of put the odds in our favor to give ourselves opportunities to do something new on the yes. legal scene. And I can say uh, that's why it's fairly paying off, despite the telling you that that hit here and there yeah. yeah it's fairly paying off
2: okay that's that's and, uh, good to hear uh-huh.
1: all right and uh, what we do basically is yeah in sports you, you could say it's uh it's something that is threefold okay the first fold is that uh we make people in the sports industry first of all aware of some rights you know if someone does not know of anything even that uh, for example you have a right to do a it's even hard to think about it mm-hmm. if, if if you as a young person you're being employed by someone and you know that even you have the right to a contract of employment there's no even demand for it
0: That's so true. we spread
1: awareness yeah as the first name we spread our awareness and we're doing this um, this is this is something that was happening in 2019, that just before the inevitable COVID disruption. Yes. So we would uh, visit sports teams, sports clubs, uh, yeah. be it swimming, football, we'd visit these clubs and then talk to them, trying okay. to open up their eyes to how the modern game ought to be like. Yeah. We're also visiting player associations, you know, even players in rugby, players in uh, netball, they have their own unions. Yes. Uh, be it having their issue that could be political or not. Uh, they have their own unions. So it's good to meet all these players and tell them that uh, they could have medical insurance, they could have X, Y, and Z, they could have uh, sports contracts. They they should be entitled to, to their uh, image rights once they appear in an advert, once they appear when you see uh, For example, now, for the case of Uganda and the current time in the Olympics, yes, you were inject Gay wins it again to them and congregating them, but that's an abuse of their image rights. If they have no contract with you, you have no right uh, masquerading around as if you did something uh, of an input, a valuable input to their success. That's how you. That's how it's supposed to be. Before you look at countries that in the region, such so as Kenya, that are going a bit further,
2: okay,
1: put out the notice before you, you you congratulate a Kenyan athlete of winning for winning the medal at the Olympics. You only do that after you've gotten specific rights from Olympics Kenya. Yes, and to get those rights, you have to pay. That means that the Kenya Olympics Committee. someone opened up just come out and say hey thanks uh, but I'm not paid for and yet you as Olympics Kenya and the athletes have worked to the nail to get uh, that success to qualify for for nutritionists all of that, and then you who has put anything. Anyway? you only wait when they're winning, we to post them and, and leverage on their success. Yes. So we yes. do that eye-opening, which is now if you look at Kenya doing, that means someone opened up, as forced Kenya's eyes, yes. which is not yet in Uganda. In Uganda, once the Kenyans are winning, but they're not doing what what we did last Friday as Ugandans, in yes. that when when Cheptegei won, everyone. Just posted Chiptege uh, yes. and then they leverage off Chiptege's inputs and the sports team and the and the National Olympics Committee for Uganda without Which, them even even after you win, they yeah. got they, they got no extra benefit. And yet Chiptege has to drive back and has to go back to capture and train for the, the next tournament.
0: Next tournament, right.
1: So yeah, so we do that eye opening. And then, when once we do that opening, the second uh, limb is offering protection. Yes. And once you know that you have a right X, now the next bit is protecting it. Yes. Uh, we protect it uh, now. Protection and the third limb, which I would say, these are, are continuous obligations. Yes. So when you look at uh, our. In, uh, in the legal regime on intellectual property globally and locally Yes. So that at, after some time uh, the, your, your image rights, although whatever rights they are, they fall back to the community okay. so you have to keep on renewing them until yeah. you get the best out of it because at some time tea. first of all, if you don't renew then it falls back to the society, you cannot say that I'm entitled to this right x, y and z, yet you did not renew for those rights so you mm. have to protect them in uganda we have the ursp where I protect them yeah. and uh, that's the, so after protecting them we go to commercialization which is the third limb. now okay. even as protection even commercialization is something continuous yes so you, cannot, you cannot say that since i have uh, sold off my image rights to Bidco uganda then whenever is come, i'll just shut the door the thing is that if people Uganda wants to be the, the, the sole uh, uh brand that is using benefiting the from your, yeah your image then you yes. have to pay for uh, for, for that right so that no one else has that but that's very expensive so yes. what is done is that yeah uh, everyone everyone comes and you give them a portion of their rights if yes. if it's new that comes they pay for for what the native do so they can post your success yeah if uh, maybe now it's maybe Total Uganda that comes, you give them that portion, okay. you could say that it could be, if, you, if I told you you're dealing with Total Uganda as the only player in the energy industry, then yes. you should not share, sell the same thing to share Uganda. Sure, correct. Yeah. But you can, after total, you can go to New Region, then you can go to Yuga Chic as someone who's dealing in the agro-business sector, you can go yeah. to MTN as someone who's in the, the communication, yeah. communication sector. So yeah. that's the continuity, okay, in trying to commercialize your rights because these games, uh, uh our, our people here mm. still look at, at a spot as. An amateur thing where we just uh, gather and, and kick a ball around. But if you're to benefit from it and then you get to the likes of uh, the English Premier League, the NBA, yeah. the, the World Rally Championship, these people commercialize their brands. When you look yeah. at uh, sport uh, in, in uh, like in the USA, they no longer even focus about what else, uh, where. Where they are going to sell their tickets? Because even during the COVID times, so the stadiums are empty. Yes. But how are they breaking even? The thing is, they are selling off. They are commercializing their rights. First so, of all, well, they know that they have a right. Yeah. Then they protect their right, and yeah. then they commercialize their rights.
0: They're right. That's right.
1: So that's that's, right. the, that's the the first major idea of our business model. Okay. And then the second one is research best
2: Okay. That, uh,
1: we have uh, investors, we have academia, we have regional economic communities like the East African community, the yes. European Union, uh, the ECOWAS in, in uh, West Africa. Huh? These bodies and NGOs. Yes. Have, first of all, uh, for them, if you look at either the angle, these NGOs, they could be national, international, like uh, the UNHCR that deals with re- uh, refugees, yes. UNICEF that deals with children. you yes. could want to push out their message or their aid through sport, but I don't know how exactly to, to do it on the ground. That's right. So we go out. Okay. It's such for the appropriate refugee community. If it's a camp that are getting refugees, if they're targeting, refugees, mm. if they're... If they're targeting Islam, like Islamic in downtown Kampala, yes, uh, we get we get we, we 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 get them the on-ground realities and yes. the checks and balances for them to deliver their program to success as they intend. Yes. So this is uh, this is purely research based. So okay. after you recite, you can then uh, work with them proposals mm. that have commercial value. Yes. Because if if you invest blindly or if you undertake a project blindly, it will be hard for you to, to reap the results and or yes. account for anything.
2: Yes, and yes.
1: now you, you hear that they end up sending money for X, Y, and Z, and then they give it to the, the wrong ministry, the wrong person. the end of the day you see people uh, receiving plastic balls as what unicef has done for the children it may be interesting yeah we do this research as the second major ideation of our commercial model okay and those two are basically uh what we look at in the entrepreneurship sense
2: yes yes
1: now the background of this is that uh, most of the times, especially the way the young people will look at is what I could refer to as intelligence-based services. Mm-hmm. Our our employment as something that you have, you can reap money from. Yes. And then invest elsewhere that's the common idea i told you that hey don't only rely on your job or something so yes. job here, please come and maybe buy a border border buy a wife.
0: Or, or which get is is purely, is
1: it, yeah which is not purely wrong but i think is that there could mean there could be many ways to get to x which is financial liberation yes and i think now, as when we look at the legal sector, it's, it's a sector where you, as a young person, you uh, 99% look at being employed in a law firm. Correct. And then what we do is that, even what's supposed to be done also, even if it's now not this intelligence-based service uh, industries, mm-hmm. if you look outside in the rest of the businesses, be it a QC, be it a shop, they want reinvestment. They tell yes. that if you make a profit of X, then re, re, at least you say that X minus Y, that balance reinvested for startups, keep our right. business growing. But men, men, most of us people, we don't transfer that same ideology to what we call the uh, this intelligence-based the service services sector. sector. Mm. So if if you're doing something like you're employed at a law firm or at an organization we look yeah. at only taking sucking out the money there yes and then reinvest somewhere
0: somewhere else
1: for you to be the entrepreneur now yeah. us want to we try out something different yes. in that we, we get uh get this money from wherever sources we are and then we, we reinvest it back in our legal minds yes and our legal uh careers. So if we do this, we manage to get funding here and there, we don't we don't want to to buy the next border border in town. What we do is widen because these things the intelligence, so you must widen your knowledge. Yes. And the best of your abilities. You widen your knowledge so that once once the, if today you can help out a sports club like Piper or CCA. yeah then make a reinvestment which could be academic or not or at least your research time maybe you buy a book and at the next time you are able you are able to advise the UNICEF who wants to deal with sports and children yes
2: uh, yeah. and
1: at the next time you can advise not only uh, KCCA, but the East African community. That's I right currently working on a project that is to, to be undertaken by the German government and mm-hmm. the East African community. That yes. means that um, uh, before I did before I could I, I do a project of this magnitude, I have yes. to invest some. I have to understand these regional economic communities such as East Africa. That's because true. What yeah? What is what is the East African community gives an ear to? I mean, that's it's not the same thing that uh, maybe the Pirates rugby, a Ugandan club invests into. Yeah. The Pirates could not be interested in chedi- setting up shop in Bugongoora. That's but true. But the East African community could want uh, to reinvent or energize this Kafa football tournament. Yes. So how are they going to do this? Yes. The East African community is now working on, on the tour de East Africa, which is a cycling event. Yes. So yes. we reinvest in ourselves okay. in uh so that we can get as much wisdom uh, as we can
2: to be able to
1: that, yeah, to be able to advise uh, to advise our clients yes at bigger magnitudes, and yes. just now we are on at the level of the East African community. Yes. Now we are looking at building capacity to ad- uh, advise at the level of the entire Africa and targeting calf. Yes. Yeah. So right. how, how can yeah? Because now calf calf has a challenge that we are looking we are looking at to solve that. When you look at a team like Al or simba yeah this is a team that played to the top most level in african football yes but when you look at the cash prize that CAF was giving out uh-huh. and then you look at how much money simba had to invest that go to the sem- only the semi-final level yes what simba had to invest by semi-final level yes 5 the cash price wow that means, yeah. that, that means that the african champions league was not making business sense
0: that's correct
1: yeah if you're not making business sense, then how do you attract uh, now we have quality a, teams and,
0: and like yes yes
1: you yeah. don't so now a well, lot if that's the challenge in african football how yeah. can we solve it yeah so we are okay. invested in ourselves to try to advise at that level. Uh, yes all right so that that's that sounds
0: uh really great uh timothy i i mean you are doing some extraordinary work with uh with, with uh this franchise with with this uh, the opportunity that you have created uh to be honest when i when i when i encountered your your profile and i saw what you were doing i i had never had of uh, anybody doing what you're doing here, uh, which, which is a novel practice, uh, in my opinion. Um, so just to take you back a little bit, like what, what challenges have you encountered in the process of, you know, the sensitization, the, the you know, going out there and meeting uh, all these sport societies uh, in Uganda and trying to, you know, get them to understand their rights, uh, get them to understand that they could actually, you know, uh, earn money from their images and things of that nature. Um, how how accepting of this have they been? And uh, what, what would you say, in your opinion, has been the toughest uh, challenge you have had to overcome in the process of doing so? I think uh...
1: When, when, when we began this in 2019, I think there were two major challenges. Which, um, but at the moment now, we have three. Yes. Hopefully, we could write them off slowly, slowly. But the first thing is 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 disbelief.
2: Okay. When yes.
1: when you present these ideas to, like I oh, told, we chose a field where people are not going to say, "Oh, we have a royal who has been doing this for 50 years." Yes. So when you talk these things to the to the minds of people who go make the big decisions, they take time to believe you. Yes. They look at it as a waste of time. Uh, they kind of write you off. They, first of all, they, they, it's hard for them even to even appreciate what you're doing. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. And then
1: after, that is coupled with the fear that what you're doing won't work. Yes. And then, in addition to what you're doing, one to well, somebody just look at it as if because believe me, even if these gaps are there, there are some people who realize them but they don't choose to solve them, they yes. choose to profit from the status quo. Yes, so I could give you an example. I'll cite someone, but I wanted to, to contradict myself. I'll cite a, a, a story of one Clive chance who was saying that there's someone. I want to mention uh, who who is broadcasting Mm -hmm. content from the Uganda Premier League Mm -hmm. and then giving it out to his company freely Mm -hmm. saying that it has no commercial value, but I'm hoping you guys take out this content Yes, and then selling it in uh, close to hundreds of millions Ugandan shillings but wow. he's taking out this feed free yeah. of That means that this person saw a gap that they're not commercializing Ghana football enough. Yeah. And say how, how these guys commercialize. Look at the Premier League. It's TV rights. TV rights are the are the milk cow for, for sport. Yes. Instead sort of helping out the situation, is that they benefited from uh, the inabilities. Or the flaws in the system. Yes. yes. Some of them... Variety of not because they don't understand what they're saying, but the thing is they enjoy so the status quo cool as it is. Yes. So that we cover it as a challenge of disbelief. People don't don't believe us, but for different for various reasons. Yes. And I told you those major three, and the, you the did. last one being archaic, the achievements that I told you lastly about. Who are benefiting from the system, but because this just uh, a problem that we first saw so
2: mm-hmm. we
1: knew that even if there are those we people term as bad guys they are good they are good ears your information can fall into and change so yes we yes managed to to get the ears of the big men okay uh, the high the highest offices are the national Council for sports at the uganda olympic committee and they know this and the changes are coming that's why you see journalists that are very cited live jazz, also looking at it. That means that there is, the awakening that we're doing is Mm. paying off their fruits and then it only takes time, it don't happen overnight, but it only takes time when things change.
2: That's true.
1: But I feel that this is the way to go. Because when you look at the current business model is that then they sit back. And then uh, train, set up teams, pay for licenses, and then what they're waiting for to get their money is to wait for someone to come at a stadium, pay a mm-hmm. ticket, and then watch a game of football or any yes. other game of rugby or not Bobby so whatever. Yeah. But the thing is, that model is not sustainable. That's true. not sustainable, and the, mm-hmm. the COVID world has shown us. Yes. And then, secondly, it's not the most profitable because yeah. you can keep. If, now, if you look at countries like south of the Sahara, they're talking about South Africa. You, you don't have the stadia to host big numbers, give us most money. That's but true. millions of people can sit back home, watch these games. Yes. After watching these games, you can find high, you can make highlights, post them on your YouTube channel. Yes. Dozens of years from now, people will be watching the same game. Yes. And that's the way to go. But we have a challenge of people writing us off, but we are breaking it down because before I saw this, and then yeah. we applying the right strategies. You're, you're the second one, is,
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, the second one is the legal regime, yes. Yeah, now if you look at the case of Uganda, we have a uh, post colonial laws, people laws that did not know that law is a business, and even globally. It's only the last quarter of the previous century that people gave attention to sports law. Mm. So when you, you have laws made in the 1960s, the 1970s, then the world was not awoken uh, 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 okay enough to cater for sports law. So these people made post-colonial laws only to uh, a very limited extent. And what they were looking at was telling the government, if you have some money, please put yeah. up a stadium, please put up this... The same applies to countries like tanzania most of the countries south of the sahara a few yeah. exceptions are in kenya kenya south africa now some countries like burundi and rwanda they have also much more improved laws but they are not implemented they're left on paper
2: mm-hmm. so these
1: legal regimes take away the platform that you as a lawyer have to take away the standard that you as a lawyer have to perform on because our things should be best in law yes so because If you look at, there was an incident, one of the challenges that these people face is match fixing. Now match fixing takes away a valuable component of sport which is uncertainty of the result. Mm -hmm. People watch games, people will watch a World Cup or a Euro final because they don't know the result. They want England to win, but they don't know if England will win. (laughs) So because of that, Yes. That people, millions of people will be glued on the TV, either vying yes. for England or vying yes. for Italy. But yes. because they don't, that's why they're there. Now, if they know that it's Italy that will win, no one will be there, I'm telling you.
2: That's no true. Will
1: be there. That's but true. what takes all this uncertainty is, is, uh, is match fixing. Yeah. Someone out there who knows the result and they are...
0: Even betting on it.
1: Someone who was doing this in the Kenyan Premier League was arrested sometime last year. Okay. But after arresting the person, yes. and then arranging them before court, the magistrate was asking, now which law do I charge this person? Ahmed, because we also this person also has rights. If he has breached no law, you have no right to incarcerate him. Yes. And they had to let them with the guy free. Imagine so that. To, <laughs> yeah, because we have no legal regime when they're making these laws in 1964. They had no idea what was going on.
2: That's true.
1: There was no uh, money laundering or much fixing in 1964. Yeah. Field of sport.
2: Yeah.
1: And then if you look at now in Uganda, I, I told you about that thing of broadcasting and then the copyrights and then the trademarks okay. and everything.
2: Yes, so yes. Look
1: at countries like the UK. The moment someone suspects you that you are illegally broadcasting a Premier League game, mm. they immediately run mm. to a, a nearby police station
0: and report. Police
1: rains down on you. Yes, police rains rains down on you because it's easier to prove if they know that either, uh, either, either you have the rights or not, either have a contract yes. or not. If they know yeah. that. DSTV has no no right to broadcast this game on your broadcast. They just rain in on you, yeah. cut off the feed, and you're arrested. Yes. Now something similar. Matters I still have I still have undergoing scrutiny.
0: Uh,
1: so
0: I just, 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 uh, just repeat that, and I thought I lost
1: you. Something happened where. Something happened in Uganda on a sports yes. event yes. Uh-huh. that uh, that was undergoing. I'm giving signals but I cannot mention due to them calling because these things are still under scrutiny and they attract political attention in the sports world. Yes. So something happened of a similar nature. Someone was broadcasting camp mm-hmm. with clearly no rights. Yes. And then when some when the legal officer of that entity that had the right to broadcast that that event yes went to police same thing then police asked asked the man what can we do
2: yeah
1: oh, we cannot we cannot do anything the best way that we can we can send to you we can we can send you to uh, the regional police commander who's a cps <laughs> the, they, their lawyer drove to cps and yes and then they told him the man is in the meeting sit down and wait Yes. By the time the meeting was over for the man to see the regional police commander, the games were over. <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow.
1: Yeah, the games so you have nothing to save. Yeah. It's already gone because people were, were on one TV station that the TV had masqueraded to be broadcasting this event. Yet the TV had no right. No right. Someone yeah. just, you, you, you organize an event, you look for sponsors, attract the fans, do the advertisement. And then at, at the D-Day, someone brings in their cameras, you say, this is TVYX and Z live showing you this, this and this, but he has not paid for the rights. Exactly. And if you're and you've seen these things, normally happen on Saturdays like days. Yes. Yes, they happen yes. often. They and do. This, this cuts off. The, the lack of, uh, of a legal structure for you to safeguard these rights then becomes a challenge in you yes. uh, protecting them. Then wow. the third challenge that I told you about is that now this world of COVID. Yes. Now because there's COVID, uh, sport is being interrupted. A you lot. The Olympics games of 2020 are being played by one. Yeah. That means that even if you you, you can draw a contract for the next Rwanda Premier League, Okay, we have had two consecutive Premier League seasons that have stopped midway. Mm-hmm. Now, if you if you that if you promise someone that you are signing this contract for so the football season of twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two, you can sign the contract. But uh, uh, instead of broadcasting the games for maybe some because this TV session, they also have their plans and radio and the sponsors. You tell a sponsor that you're going to be uh, seen well, uh, countrywide for the next nine months, but unfortunately, the thing is broken five months down the road, and then okay. contracts what you know because they are frustrated. There's now true. this uncertainty, uh, just like uh, many of the sponsors, now many of them are running to Tanzania and Burundi oh. because. Big, open. these two countries yeah, they are open to yeah. sports events they have yeah. had no lockdown so all the would-be investors that are very crucial and sponsored they are running away because of the uncertainty that wow. COVID uh, brings and, and even if it's athlete level yeah, an athlete may be committed to a contract maybe then, to play for yeah. uh, to play for villa yeah. play for this season and then after that maybe a decade to take the athlete maybe to Egypt Play yes. with but before he completes his obligations to play for Villa for a season, the season is interrupted.
0: That's right.
1: Now, if their contract was meant because these players signed for, uh, many of them signed for seasons, others for for period. If you signed for Villa to play for this season 36 games, mm. 25 games, and then the president locks down, now, game number twenty-six will come when the time that have to play for Egypt has arrived. So arrived. you find a player who has two valid contracts to play for two separate teams at the same time. Wow. Yeah. So those are challenges.
0: And then they when and then they are conflicted.
1: Yes, they have that conflict and it's hard because any 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 of the two clubs can through them. Yeah. So it's a challenge that we're seeing in the sports sector during this COVID time, but hopefully it will go away. Hopefully for the hoping for the better, vaccination yes. campaigns are under underway. Yes. And we pray that we can vaccinate people as fast as possible. And that
0: that's, that would be great. The yeah. All right, uh, Timothy. That's that's very interesting. I mean, um, uh, I for one, even though I I I've got very little knowledge, especially of like the. football uh, super league that happens like in uganda or in east africa and just having this conversation with you has been an eye-opener on a lot of things that happened there um you know like most of us like you said we just know that sports is sports uh or you get paid to be a sports person but we don't understand uh the things that go on behind the scenes to get you to that place Uh, so that's very interesting so now my my next question to you timothy is uh is is where where does technology come in when you know uh with your field like um how do you integrate uh technology into it first of all one to be able to solve more uh more problems you know like you know all the challenges that you've you've shared are are quite uh, daunting Um, but is there a component for or a space for technology to step into that and just, you know, like sort things out uh, or at least um, mitigate some of these factors.
1: All right, thank you. Now, uh, technology is a very crucial uh, component of sport going forward. Mm-hmm. We have something that we refer to as esports. Yes. Now these are events, normally growing up, uh, many the lucky one, like, they can so many. The lucky kids would sit in front of the screen and then play a game for fun and then how yeah. it this still happens. If you yeah. go to the uh, kids, center, like, I remember Diddy's world back then. But the other centers, gaming worlds across the cities in South Africa. Now, even this thing, people still look at it as a, a mere old parks in but it's now a business. It's how the world is interfacing with technology in sport. Yes. In a, there is a Kenyan lady. She's called Gouy, Gouyane, something. Like that. I might have forgotten. Last year, she's the first professional esports athlete in, in East Africa. Okay. So these people are interfacing with technology, and they are making uh, uh, tons of money out of technology by playing online games. And I, I, I don't know how far we can go in telling our generation that it's no longer about playing. They can go online, the young people listening to that. Because money, making money or having this financial liberation is no longer the cutout that we had, where we had in hearing while growing up. Things Mm -hmm. are changing. You might have your degree or certificates from, the senior sticks or all level, but you're not making ends meet. While That's you're true. very talented in these games, yes, look for a club. You can look for me, I, I can help out, but look for a club. If you cannot look for a club, you can look for people like me or me, you can help out with a club, yes, and play these games online, not for free, for money. If you're money. good at it, you can make a career out of it. Wow. There are sports teams growing up in Kenya very strongly because this i told you they have one of the best advanced legal sectors legal regimes in games and stuff yes. they provide for this even in Rwanda. In Randa yes. Randa is still now but i can tell that young people are making tons of money from playing games and wow. it's not it's no longer playing They have the entire club being sponsored by the likes of adidas puma wow and these people are investing millions or billions of dollars in these wow. industries yes and you're, you're playing online it's being broadcast live actually even now even right now they do if you play at the top top level you can get a chance to play with your dream athletes if people like leno messi or Ronaldo, may even yeah. get a chance to play with ronaldo on the same game you may it might not even be at the same location and play it online Yes. But what I'm looking at is not for you to play with mercy. It's for you to making money. For you to make money out of it.
0: That's that's when you right. get to
1: that level, that means that your game is being broadcast out of to millions of uh, esports enthusiasts. Yes. And these people pay. These people pay, and that Dude. money can change your life. That lady in Kenya got yes. up to half a million dollars. Half. Ooh. Ooh. And she's playing here. Yeah, and she's playing a video game.
0: Half a million dollars?
1: Yeah, half. Wow. People have won millions. Yes. <laughs> People have won millions. Only that I cite her because she's closer to us.
2: Yes, yes, yes.
1: People are winning millions. That This money that you hear, you only hear about when someone, a minister, a the, the minister works with it, you can have it using a pad, sitting in front of a screen and making yeah. the best out of it, having a career in esports is how we are interrupting in that esports you can you, you, you don't you can't be interu- interrupted by COVID when you're playing exactly <laughs> game yeah
0: online.
1: Yes. that's true that's true it, and COVID, you know COVID is hard to serve but it, it has been uh, a blessing to many yes. and part of those many are the esports players esports players. yes the next if all goes well and i think it will yes the next olympic games you're going to have esports I wow. can imagine yourself, as a young Uganda, that we are not cheering out from Tokyo. They're cheering you from Kampala to yes. an Olympic esports game. And yes. win well. Even wow. the president wow. will be out of words to tell you. It's <laughs> imaginable. I mean, but this yet, is amazing. Yeah. It's, very, it's something that many people would even fail to comprehend of how someone will win Uganda an Olympic medal playing a video game. I know. Growing I up, know. I've seen very good young people. in. <clears throat> when I was still a young man, I was saying in Segoku, a young boy, not yeah. a man. Yeah. I knew of yeah. someone who would walk from Kansanga to Segoku to play yeah. those games, yeah. and he could beat all of us wow. day in, day out. He comes in the morning with his water and everything, eats that, and then he walks back. Yes. Now if that talent can be nurtured. Yes. That person is good and I believe, because I, I watch these games online and I tell you many Ugandans I've seen many Ugandans play the thing much better than these people that are playing it for money. You know I mean I these people can yes.
0: It's amazing because you know, uh maybe probably Three, four years ago, if you asked me, uh, and I found young people, you know, in front of a of a of a, of a TV screen playing video mm. games, it would look yes. as though they were wasting time. You understand? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, valuable time, and you know, and and, yeah. and and I know parents would be like, you know, you could be doing something else uh, mm. with your time instead of just you know sitting in front of the screen and, and playing video games. But now hearing this conversation, just listening to you, it turns out that hey, uh, it's not a bad idea after all. They could actually monetize, really you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Winning one event could change your life and the life of your mother who used to cane you for playing esports. sports Wow. One event can change your life forever.
0: Wow, I'm, g- forever. I'm going to quote that.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes, it can change your life, including that of the mother who used to cane me.
0: Yeah,
1: and guess what? You've not, you've not. Even if they don't, it won't, they won't ask you if you passed PLE. Yes.
0: They won't ask
1: you yes. what your grades were you in UCE. They only put a pad, a pad in your hand until you to play. Yes. And trust me, I've seen talented people. I've, I've watched these games being played online, and I've seen talented people in Uganda. And only hope that this message can go far. Yes. In the next Olympic games won't be shouting out chapter gazement name did us favor in 20, 2012 mm. now i can only imagine a young person sit, sitting in front of the screen and sending the whole country crazy i
0: know
1: using using the pad on the screen i know we only fight we will hope that you can go that far so it's how it's mainly how you're interfacing technology with sport and like I told you, we, we, we are educating clients from uh, in this sector in Uganda, but we are pushing hard, because we you know yes. the Olympics are coming. Yes. But these are games that can be interrupted by any pandemic whatsoever. Uh,
0: that's very true. And I yeah. think that's, that's a solution right there. Uh, so yeah. this is the other thing that, that you know, I'd like to uh, ask you, Timothy. Like, is yeah. there enough being done to promote the e-sport industry in Uganda?
1: In my opinion, there is nothing like enough. People are on their own, yeah. and I even uh, it's, it's the same for Sub-Saharan Africa, with the exception of South Africa, mm. in that if you're lucky, if you have good policies and yeah. you have a, a, a good legal regime like Kenya, yes, these yes. investors travel across Europe and the USA and looking for they're looking for these talents. Yes, they. If, despite the can, our country is not doing enough and uh, not investing enough, these people, because they know how much your talent is worth, they have a problem in coming and investing in you and setting out these tournaments. If you give, uh, hopefully, hopefully we'll be done with uh, the politics, because right? you know, we still politically report because we just had the election and again. That's true. If we have the politics; people can gather.
2: Yeah.
1: These people can come individually. We try to invite them, but of course we must show them evidence of talent. They are like scouts. They come, they come, but the only challenge is that when they identify talent, they take you out. They don't leave you here. That's the problem. So we end uh, up, in sports we refer to this as muscle drain.
2: Yes, muscle drain.
1: Acad- yeah, the academics, they say brain drain because they take yes. you to work something. But here, yes. us, it's muscles. Yes. So the problem is that these investors will come of course, they will change your life, but the thing is, as a country, hard for us to take, but you'll be, most of will be taken away. Yes. You'll be taken away, and then we'll be only listening to you playing, Italy playing, the USA playing for Canada. That's right. It will be sad, but you, because at times, uh, at times, these countries some south, uh, south of Tara can mean to fail you. So at least you, if the country has failed, at least don't fail yourself.
0: That's true.
1: That's true. I, I have no, I cannot have hard feelings if you if you fought for, change the, the life, your life and the life of your family for, if the country did not care much about you. Yeah. It will be hard, but as time you have to go. But I'll be happy because I know, lives are changing, by, uh, by playing games online, lives are changing. That will be, uh, good enough for me. Although mm. I'll be happier if even you're playing for Uganda.
0: That's nice. Mm. That's nice. All right, Timothy. Um, I mean, this this conversation has really been uh, very eye opening for me, and I hope that it will do the same for our listeners, especially uh, our, our our sports personalities who who don't know most of their rights. Uh, and one of the things that has really excited me about this conversation is the the e sport. Like um, yeah. that just tickled my curiosity. Uh, and even changed my mind towards what I thought. Like, you know, I've, I've always seen people playing video games and spending hours and hours, you know, just um, in, sport, in front of a screen playing a football match. Um, and I'm thinking, wow, really this is what we've come to. Uh, but just listening to you has actually had a complete mind shift on how I view um, people who are engaging in eSport playing video games for sport and um i think that's a great thing so i'm, I'm going to be making a lot of noise about that and, and asking people to you know just get in the fry and do what they can and uh hopefully turn their uh their lucks for them uh, playing playing this this esport uh what would be you know your final remarks to any young people that um Uh, just out there they could be sports people or not Um, uh, you know it could be anything on maybe um, on on raising capital or finance or or how to go about just just words of advice or tips or things that you have gone by that have put you on this path
1: all right Uh, as a parting shot I would uh, what I would like to tell my fellow young people is that we should look at entrepreneurship, not, not in the length of the word or the technicalities of the word. Just look at something that is simply put risk will equal to reward, and that reward is profit. Mm. So, risk by investing your time, investing your energy, giving it your all, mm. the reward will be profit. Yes. That profit you, you, you need not have. If you look at that, if, if at all you could segment that profit, yes. that you get from any reward, be it salary, be it your TOS, be it your online gig, anything, yeah. get a portion to reinvest it from you being good, you being a better person, mm. not. Uh, Especially this goes to people who get the salaries, and then our next target is buying it with a border or something. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's not bad, but have some of that money reinvested where it came from. Yes, that target is very, very crucial to keep uh, those uh, springs flowing. Yes, don't uh, don't take anything, everything out of it, and then yes. put it elsewhere, and then you you come back the following month. As if nothing happened, all, the, all the things are even getting worse. Yes. Reinvest a portion of that reward back to where it's from. Okay. Even if it's dressing better at, at work, even mm. if it's coming much earlier, yeah. even if it's, it's eating much better, because even this body needs needs the reward. Those are what I'm talking about. Having yes. segment of, of reinvesting in yourself. Yes. It's much better if you can get uh, more more time to sleep because, some, because maybe you invested in a somewhere, use mm. that time to sleep, have a healthy body that is reinvesting all that, at least a portion of it, back from the source that you got it from. Yes. And that begins with you. I, I want us to look at ourselves, just in spite of whatever is happening all around us, ourselves you as X, as Y, as Z, as Sam, as Jennifer, as Thomas, as Winfred, first of all, you look at yourself as a company.
2: Mm.
1: Company that you need to improve. Yes. You improve, improve yourself with having uh peace, having better health, at least do some exercise. Reinvest yes. in yourself. Be build your capacities. where where lockdowns are still coming.
2: That's true. Every
1: lockdown should give you an opportunity to be better. You should learn a new skill. And if if all skills are lost and you cannot learn anything, at least try learning a new language. It will give you a challenge enough to walk this way. Yes. Learn at least a new language. If you cannot learn any other skill that is viable, Learn a new language. Learn a
0: new
1: language. Yeah, if you're out of options that I cannot make myself better, I've served this place for five years, I'm not being pro- uh, promoted or doing what, I don't do anything new, at least something new that you to do that will pay off in reinvesting in yourself so because you even having a immersive that you know English, maybe your local language, uh, maybe Korea, Uganda, or and then you add friends. You're much better than you are that before you added that skill. So reinvest in yourself a portion of those profits. Reinvest that profit in- back into yourself. And see entrepreneurship as that simple. Risk reward. Get yes. the reward portion of it. Reinvest from where that money is from.
0: Yes. Well, yes. thank you very much, Timothy, uh, for your time and for... Um, it's been a very, very interesting conversation that we just had, and uh, I hope it will. It, I hope it is. It, it, it is the first of many conversations uh, because you know now we talked about esports. Like there's so many things about sport that you know you just brought to to light, and um, I hope you'll be open to another invitation where we can uh, have a discussion. On all these other I things. Will. Yeah. Otherwise, thank you so much for your time. And uh I'll be looking forward to hosting you soon again.
1: I'll be delighted to be back. All right.
0: You, you you have a good afternoon, sir. You too. Yeah.